My grandmother was French. In all the years of my growing up, I never felt as if I truly understood her. In fact, for a long time, I believed she didn't even really like me. I thought she was rather cold. She was certainly a little aloof. I did love her passionately. And I admired her too, but there were many times when I envied my friends with their stereotypical gray-haired grandmas, affectionate nanas who wore flowered cotton house dresses and baked sugar cookies and squeezed your cheeks and kissed and hugged you against their soft flesh until you squealed and squirmed away. My French grandmother did none of these things. She was tall and slim and elegant. Every other Sunday, she arrived at our house in Stamford, Connecticut, in my grandfather's freshly washed and impossibly shiny black Buick. My grandfather always drove because my grandmother never learned to drive. Even so, she never seemed to be without someone to chauffeur her around town. I was thrilled by the prospect of my grandmother's visits. I knew she would want to observe me, ask me about my dance lessons, tell me to stand up straight, and scrutinize my clothes. I always got dressed up for her. I would run to the car and open the passenger side door to greet her, and before she could even stand up, I would ask her if she had any candy for me. This was something I had learned to do from my best friend and her grandmother. However, my grandmother never had candy. She would snap open her small leather purse and offer me instead a black licorice cough drop. I accepted this as if it was the most delicious and delightful confection in the world, and I would thank her. Then my grandmother would lift her stockinged legs out of the car and emerge to kiss me on each cheek. Her hair was dark, before she switched over to a silvery rinse. She had long, slender, shapely legs, and she always wore a colorful scarf round her neck. She wore sheer stockings and heels. Her hair was always perfectly coiffed. After all, she spent every Saturday afternoon of her life in the beauty salon. Oh, and she wore a little makeup and always lipstick. She liked the color peach, not pink. She was very particular. It had to be peach. Her shoes matched her handbag, although they were never a completely matched set. She didn't do anything as obvious as that. She always carried a silk handkerchief with her. She didn't smile a whole lot. She didn't laugh with abandon. She seldom hugged me. However, she did have perfect posture. When she arrived, she created a little stir in our suburban neighborhood. She spoke with a slight accent, pronouncing onion as union. She was a wonderful cook and taught me to make tarte tata. And now I wish I had written down her recipe. At my grandparents' home in Devon, Connecticut, they had a garden where they grew turnips, beets, green beans, summer squash, corn, zucchini, and tomatoes, which they jarred for the winter. They also had a peach tree, from which my grandmother made peach jam and peach pie. When we ate at their home, everything was incredibly fresh and completely delicious.